Hey everybody and welcome to episode 50 of Stoke the Wild. We've done it. We did it. We're here. <laughs> you can never <laughs> say that to me without me laughing. We did it though, guys. We are at episode 50 and yeah. this is something I honestly wasn't sure would ever happen. But we're here, episode 50. Welcome to Stoke the Wild. For all of you brand new listeners checking us out here at crack number 50, we are, in one year, have done a show. We've done we, a show for a whole year. For a whole year. Nearly every week. Missing just two due to extenuous circumstances. Extenuating. Ex- and extenuating. And I extended something in my body. <laughs> and broke it probably. Yeah. And we were uh we were out. But fifty episodes over the course of fifty two weeks is pretty solid. So we're celebrating yeah. our one year anniversary. Welcome to the show. If you've been listening since the beginning, thank you so much. We're so glad you're with us. And if you're brand new, Stoke the Wild is all about creativity. Each week we talk about the things that inspire us that call us into creativity, uh, whether that is pop culture, film, art, sometimes it's different topics or subjects, sometimes it's challenging subjects and topics that we wrestle with, sometimes it is um, fun, ridiculous pop culture movie things, and we just enjoy the opportunity each week to gather together and to share the things that we are learning, experiencing, or that bring us joy as we create. I am your host, Nick Dertinger, along with my wonderful other host, my wife, Joy. Joy, Joy it's me. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I thought you were going to pause and have me uh, say my name there. So that's why I went. It's Joy. Joy. I thought, hey, it's episode 50. Enjoy. Maybe we'll try something new. Nah. <laughs> no. Didn't happen. <laughs> well, th- th- you got to run it by me first. The beginning okay. will always be this rough. Always. <laughs> Just kidding. It's part of our charm yeah. or something. Part of charm or alarm. It's one of those <laughs> arms. <laughs> But we've done the impossible. We like for us anyway. It was definitely improbable. When you think back to a year ago, starting the show, creating uh, a year's worth of content each and every week, um, talking through different ideas and things. Yeah. Um, I I would have thought, well, maybe I'll do a few, but I'll probably give up if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're, there were some times where I'm like. I'm like, I don't even know if Joy wants to do this anymore. I think she's just humoring me. No, I think it's great. I like doing it. Good. I just allow you to come up with a lot of the content. 99.9% of the content. (laughs) Hey, I'm happy to be here for it. I'm happy to do the research for it and have the conversation. But I don't always love... That's like a deer in the headlights moment for me. Like When you have to like be on the spot... Yeah, like if if you're saying like, hey, talk about this creative, talk about something creative. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. Here's a little peek behind the curtain, guys. Joy and I actually tried to do our best with this show. <laughs> <laughs> I try so hard. Oh my goodness. But welcome, welcome to episode 50 and our first year in the books. And we're Ooh. super excited. So yeah. we started this show, just to kind of give a little... Uh, timeline here we started the show back in april of 2019 april 28th 2019 and it is the the day of release for this episode is may the 4th so may the 4th be with you and also Um, with you and also with you and so we (laughs) uh we started this on april 28th 2019 so we're we just passed the one year mark and we started this on my birthday uh, a year ago 
And the first episode was all about fear and creativity. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? I do remember that. That was, yeah. Because the whole time, I just felt like fear was like the thing coursing through my veins. All of my blood had been replaced by fear. <laughs> and I was just like... <gasps> What's funny is I wasn't even imagining like some other uh, liquid fluid <laughs> running through your body. Just like block font that said fear. Like chugging along like a train <laughs> through veins. Fear, 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 fear. That's all I thought of when you said that. That would just be so weird. Uh, it hurts. Great, it burns. It's a great image. Yeah, fear, 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 fear. Um, yeah, but it's like for me, you know, if you guys go back and listen to that first episode, I'm very candid and honest about like this. We've never done this before. And we, I, this is still only the 50th episode, so I'm still learning a whole lot. But we, we have come a long way since the beginning of this show Mm -hmm. and to stick with something, to be as consistent as possible, to put out um, episodes, to interview some of the most amazing people um, to have on the show has been absolutely wonderful. And when I think back to that first episode dealing with fear and creativity, you're right. Like that idea of fear block Mm -hmm. fonting, chugging along through uh, our veins. Um, I think it's appropriate because that's why I wanted to talk about it. Like, hey, I'm doing this. We're doing this because I'm afraid. Yeah. You know, I'm afraid to create something and to put it out there like this, um, to share my thoughts, to share my opinions and ideas with the world, especially when it comes to creativity. Because as you guys know, I'm I'm not a professional in terms of like this is the thing that defines who I am in in also how I make all of my money, because that's not true. Um, <laughs> one can hope. But, but as a, a truly amateur artist and amateur um, content creator and just straight up immature person, um, I wanted to be able to push and put forth these different ideas and concepts and fun and humor and then also some interesting and fascinating scientific stuff behind art and creativity. Uh, and I, th- I think and I would hope that those of you who listen along would agree that we've been able to accomplish that in such a way that I think connects with people and is fun and is a little bit different. And uh, at least you can laugh at us if nothing else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I do feel like we have at least gained – Two or three fans throughout this process. A hundred. A hundred. No. <laughs> and by fan, I mean like uh, true diehard fans, like people who listen regularly. Yep. Like I, we have more quote unquote fans in the sense of like people who tune in every once in a while and, you know, will interact with us on social media. And that's awesome. If that's what you're able to do, that's awesome. And yeah. we super appreciate your support. Love it. However, um, it's really cool to have like the two or three people who are like, I listened to your episode this week and let's chat about, you know, this thing that you said, or I'd love to hear more about this topic. And can you tell me more about it? That's really fun for me. That's really fun. I enjoy, I enjoy the, the back and forth that some of our fans bring mm-hmm. like regarding, oh man, I appreciated this. Thanks for sharing. Uh, and then we have like a couple of fans who do that as well, but then are also um, like, hey, I, I laughed so hard when you guys like did that moment. Oh, thing, yeah. I love it. You know, it. and it's like just, yeah. <laughs> that's also fun too because they know we're super weird. 
And we appreciate it as well. Well, and it's nice to know that, like, you've brought a moment of joy into someone's life. Yes. Like, that's just really special. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then I love the people who are like, you mentioned my name, and that makes me feel great, Krista. You know, you know who I talked to today is uh, Renee. Renee. Yep. Uh, she was like, oh, I, you know, fell behind uh, listening to the episodes um, when I was in the hospital. And uh, she said, so now I'm just like, I read through like the, the title and the, the like details to decide like which one sounds most interesting because I'm like trying to get caught up. So she's like just, picking Just her listen to them all, baby. And <laughs> I think it's weird that you just said baby. No, like the gen, like it's like the general you, like the general baby. Listen to them all, baby. Oh, <laughs> the general, the general baby. baby. Are you picturing a baby with like a military outfit yes. on? Yeah. Anyway, general baby. Um, general baby. Major idea. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was like, oh yeah, like you should. Yeah, but like also, there's nothing. I don't feel like there's ever anything time sensitive either. No, no, nothing time sensitive, and and for the most part. I think uh, each and every episode stands on its own, so they could. Yeah, you can, you can popcorn around and do your thing. There might be a few things that are content specific, like oh, I remember when that happened. Like, you know, these episodes when we listen to them ten years from now about being in quarantine might feel totally weird. Yeah. Oh, I remember that, and you know whatnot. But mm-hmm. you but know you'll what still be able to relate, and yeah, you'll know that it was happening. You'll know what we're talking about, right? So, but there's been a lot that has happened in a year. Then, when you continue to think about it, like, I know. you know, starting the podcast, we we uh, you know had our first guest on our third episode, and oh our, yeah, oh our, I remember our, our great friend um, Micah Bornet. He was in Chicago um, doing a a show, and we just happened to say, "Hey, you're in Chicago." He's from the uh, Long Beach area in California. Um, but we're like, "You're in Chicago doing a show. Could we meet up and record an episode?" He's like, "Yeah." And so it was so nice. And <laughs> oh man, I remember just being so awkward. It was not only the third episode and we're still figuring things out, but now we're also like interview a person. Yeah. Not, and not just a person, but like a really stellar artist who is just like extremely good at what he does. Yeah. And, um, is so good at what he does that it's intimidating. Oh yeah. And, and I know that like he does, he doesn't, um, act that way like oh you should be intimidated by me but i was still intimidated because i was like i listen to his music and all of his stuff and you know and it's it's very odd to like be someone's fan and then be like would you maybe be on our podcast that we just started this little yeah you know to be a fan and a friend yeah and it's very interview it's a weird sensation and we had so we had that in our third episode and then we're like let's just keep doing this yeah and tracking along through those you'll see the seasons where we had seasons and like the the time frames yeah because this is this whole year has been season one right yeah (laughs) but having those little time frames of like oh cool we have a guest who does this or that and you know then breaks in between where it's just joy and i you know Mm -hmm. talking through the weird wild stuff we want to talk about and then 
even thinking, I can't believe it's already been over a month since we recorded six episodes in six days. And I've, I've probably mentioned it in one of those episodes as we were recording, but the last few episodes where we've had a guest every week, we recorded all of those in March. Oh, yeah. <laughs> six days in a row with six guests. That was we just crazy. lined them up, and it was kind of nice. We didn't know how long the quarantine was going to last. Mm -hmm. And so we got a few like locked in just so that way we could make the time. And that was really cool and really fun. And, of course, we're still in a stay-at-home order here in Illinois, so it is, uh, it is still relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and those were some really fun episodes to record. I will say that, like, by maybe episode five or six, I was, um, um, I was tired. Like you are now. Yeah. Well, yes. However. Joy, Joy's looking at me like, uh, <laughs> I, I realized I had to make a sound cause I can't show you what she's looking at me like. Yeah, but that's so that, the imagine, vocalization imagine that, sound. that my face is making. If that sound had a face, that's the face Joy's making at me right now. <laughs> Anyway, my point is, I, I was tired in a different way. Like, there is something to be said for, like, oh, I'm tired and I still have to record and that's fine um, because I enjoy doing it and I can bring a certain level of energy. But there is a different kind of tired and different kind of exhaustion that comes from, um, like, I'm going to interview people six nights in a row um, and hope to have the same energy with each recording does yeah. that make sense absolutely and it, it's difficult because like we are used to each other you know we've been married yeah almost 11 years and so we're used to each other we can play off of each other talk to each other pretty easily right. even when we're exhausted yeah but the difference when you bring in somebody where it's like oh i'm just on the show for this episode they're fresh they're ready mm -hmm. most often and and you want to um, meet their their energy yeah and so it continues but i think all of our guests have been very great and yeah patient with us for sure uh but if you haven't checked if, if you're like this is the first episode i'm listening to and they're doing this little retrospective right now just go back that, go back check out episode one so you understand why this is weird. Yeah. And then check out all of the guest episodes for sure. Yes. Because um, you're going to love it. You're going to love what they bring to the table. And then you can bounce around to anything else you want in there. Yeah. That's uh, what I, I think told, you'll enjoy it. That's what I told Renee today. I was like, there are definitely episodes that are more um, basically kind of worth your time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they're like, okay. Right my hurt spot. I'm sorry. I love you, but there were a couple of episodes when you were on Painkillers that were very interesting. I and love like, you, but you suck. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what I said. There was one in particular, though, where it was like the day after you came home from the hospital and you were falling asleep while we were recording and you don't even remember. I can tell by the look on your face. I'm trying to remember if that's the <laughs> night is, if that's the night we had Thai food. Um, I remember coming home from the hospital and my parents had the kids and we had like Thai food, yes. but I was like stoned yes. in bed, <laughs> like on drugs. Like you were I could barely mess. eat anything. <laughs> Did we record that same night too, or was it the next it was night? The next, we recorded the next night and you were still stoned. Well, if you want to listen to those episodes because you <laughs> want to know how weird I sound high, you can definitely do that. It was legal. You mostly sounded tired, babe. It was legal. Okay. It was, it, yeah, Everything it was. was fine. Okay. Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I told her, I was like, you should just listen to the guest ones. That's that's what you should listen to. <laughs> they are great. Yeah, they're, they're really very great. great. Well, I also want to say here, before we jump into some of the things we're talking about on this episode and, and, and uh, kind of casting a vision for what year two is going to look like for us, um, we had, uh, for the last two weeks, a little over two weeks now, we've had the... Uh, the t-shirt campaign going out for our one year celebration. And it's, uh, one of those things that we did again, we're, you know, a small little mom and pop type of podcast. Like we it's are just literally us. a mom and pop, a mom and pop. And it's just, it's just us. And so, uh, it isn't always easy to be like, here, we have a bunch of merch and a bunch of stuff that you can get. But it mm-hmm. was one of those things that we did where if you wanted one, you could basically pre-order it. And then the company, charges you directly and then makes them on demand if we hit a certain minimum and the minimum was 10 that we needed to have for them to be made and uh like 15 or 16 people bought them so we got enough to get them printed which is great and thank you guys for that and for the support in the show that's one of those things where um you know you'll get a shirt you support the show in that way by wearing it around and when people ask you send them to the podcast link and let them know what we're all about because uh, that's a lot of fun, and it's got a picture of my face on it and a picture of Joy's face on it, mm-hmm. and it's really ridiculous, and it's great, and I love it. Yeah, it's so, going to be fun. Um, those shirts, if you ordered one, should be arriving by, I think, May 15th is what they said, um, no later than May 15th. So um, that's in like another two weeks or so from, uh, again, this episode, 10, 11 days roughly, and uh, those shirts will be going out after they're sent to print, shipped, and packed to you guys, uh, which is exciting stuff. Uh, so thank you again for that. Now, it is episode 50. It is a milestone. It is an episode that, um, looking back, we'll probably be like, this is weird that we did this, but we're doing it. Over the last few days, I put out a uh, Q&A kind of uh, thing on Instagram. One got, of the, yeah, one of those Q&As that you can put in your stories. Yeah, and I got some Qs, and now I'm going to show you my As. I mean, <laughs> we're going to answer some As. <laughs> uh, here we go. All right, so uh, we we did get a few questions. Um, definitely a, f- a few spammers. Um, oh, yeah. So that'll, that'll happen. But we got some questions here that, Joy, we're going to answer to our best ability. All right. And let's see. Let's let's start with this one. This question comes from our uh, buddy Ross, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, uh, Ross Weiler. So you can listen to that episode. He was on episode 48. So he asked the question, what was your most edu- educational, excuse me, most educational experience to date? I need context for this because I need to know, does he mean educational experience to date in life? Or class in class was my most or in experience. podcast. I don't know. I would say let's share one from life and one from podcast. I would say life and or um, specifically creativity in general. And then maybe from podcasting from the podcast side of things. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, it's me. Okay. Yeah. I'm asking you. Yeah. First. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> uh, okay. I would say. Most educational. I'm, I'm going to go podcast first, actually. Podcast first. Yeah. So most educational for me was um, 
Actually, probably the the episode with Ari. Oh. Because yeah. I knew absolutely nothing. Like, if, if we're talking about volume of information gained, that's the episode where I learned the most. Because I was like, I know nothing about this. Like, sculpting sure. is yeah. like, I, I got nothing on that. Right. Um, learned a ton from that. Um, so if, if, you, if you're talking about it from just a pure like intake of information, I would say that's the one. Um, and I, I did learn a ton and it was very interesting um, and super cool. If we're talking about, well, I can't go into all of that. I, I was thinking about breaking it down in terms of like what I learned in terms of emotional intelligence and like all of these different things. I probably can't. We don't have time for all of that. So, but soon, <laughs> so, soon, soon you'll be able to make time for it because there is a podcast that Joy is launching soon. Thank you for that. Yep, there's a set. Joy is launching a brand new podcast soon. I am, um, and you'll be able to dive into the emotional, educational, and often challenging conversations uh, that the world sometimes offer. And uh, Joy, you want to share a little bit more about that? I thought we were answering questions about educational experiences. <laughs> do, do you want to share more about that? Is a question that probably will educate some other people. Okay, so yeah, I'll share more about it. Um, this is a project that I am starting. Um, I guess I would I would say as a response to a lot of things. Um, that are happening in the world, current events, things that have happened in my life, uh, things that have happened in the lives of the people that I care about. And one thing that I've noticed is that um, I think it's important that we have challenging conversations. I think it's important that we have tough conversations, but they often don't go over super well with some people. It, it can be stressful for people. And if you're unaccustomed to having challenging conversations or you're accustomed to having challenging conversations a certain way, then it, it doesn't always go over really well when someone challenges you on something. Um, I enjoy having uh, challenging conversations. Um, I think that it's how we learn from each other, and I think that it's how we become better. Um, and so... I decided to launch this podcast and, and I'm really very excited about the fact that I'm going to be able to have the conversations that I've always wanted to have with people um, about difficult stuff that we often shy away from. And um, I also really love research. I love learning and I have um, a lot of background in um, self-education and learning um in a in a setting that demands that um my educational material be peer-reviewed research and so um that's something that is a passion of mine that i'm very excited about and i guess lastly i will say i'm particularly excited to be a woman hosting a podcast like this and the reason why is because we're going to delve into difficult conversations that for a long time, and even still, people, you know, would rather women not go there. Um, a lot of times people would rather that women not discuss politics or, um, you know, gender inequality. 
or racism or <laughs> any any number of things. Um, it makes people uncomfortable. It also makes people uncomfortable when women push back. And if you've ever met me, you know that I love to push back. And uh, so I'm very excited to be launching a podcast where I can push back. I can have people push back at me and we can have challenging conversations and really research and share information to find the answer together. And maybe it's not, you know, a, a one size fits all answer, but even even learning that is an answer. So I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited about it too, and I cannot wait. So Joy is uh, in, if like just again behind the curtain kind of thing. The the prep work and things that Joy is doing right now for that are terribly exciting, and that kind of goes into one of the other questions that uh, our friend Ross asked about what's going to happen in year two, and that's part of this whole thing as well in terms of. I don't want to say like podcasting network type thing, but mm. there'll be another show that is going to be launching through what we're doing and available to the public um, mm. that Joy is hosting. And that's what this is. So that's in the process. Uh, it's in the works. Um, it's probably going to be seasonal. So it's like, here's, you know, nine episodes around a topic or an idea. And then a few months later, here's another nine episodes. Uh, so it's a little more, um, seasonal and episodic that way versus a weekly kind of talk show style like what we're doing now for Stoke the Wild. Mm -hmm. um, but be on the lookout for that uh, because that in itself, I think, has been an educational experience as you plan that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm definitely formatting it differently than, uh, than the way that we run these episodes. I'm sure that if you have multiple podcasts that you guys listen to, you've noticed that... No, these, these guys... They only listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> These fans, they're, they're ours Okay. Alone. Well, so I'm just going to let you in on a little secret then in that <laughs> case. Uh, not every podcast operates, you know, has sort of um, the structure that our episodes do. And I would say that ours is very free-flowing, very loosely structured. Um, I am really excited that, that I'm going to bring a little bit more of a... Um, it, uh, it's, I don't even want to say planned because I don't like, I don't always love planning, but do you know what I'm talking about? Like, Nick, help me out here. <laughs> yeah. So Joy is going to have kind of a uh, more in-tune, structured type of, of styling for the show. Not that there won't be freedom for flexibility in conversation, whether it's with a guest or the topic, but mm -hmm. it'll be more um, kind of in line with fact and information and here's the story on both sides or here's this version or here's that version or here's what we're talking about mm -hmm. uh, where there's a little room for the um, wider, broader strokes of like contemplation. It's going to be more focused. Yeah. Um, and so uh, you're just going to be like, oh, OK, that's what we're talking about. And either you'll dig it or you won't. And that's OK. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and if you don't dig it, that's OK. There are other podcasts for you. Um, if you do, then I'm, I'm really excited. I think that this is going to be, um, something that, you know, we learn together, we grow together, we stretch our thinking together. And, um, and I think that that is the, the biggest goal. I've, you know, done some recording already and, um, the, you know, it's just, it's stretching. That's, yep. that's what I want to do. Yeah. So um, be on the lookout for that soon. More information to come. For now. That's that. 
That is that. That's that on that. And so back to educational experiences. Right. So my most educational experience to date regarding overall just general education mm. um, would probably be probably be immersion education. Uh, mm. Any experience where I've had to immediately just do something. Mm -hmm. uh, they're probably all on the same level of most educational because it's like you try and fail or you try and succeed, but it's mm. happening in real time versus mm -hmm. um, the practice or the safety net of like a class, a general classroom. Yeah, for um, sure. And there's handfuls like my first comic con that I was, you know, behind a table. Um, the first time I taught art in a classroom in a, in a school because I was brought in as a guest speaker, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the, all those different things. First time I preached as a preacher, uh, all those things where it just has to happen. There's not, sometimes the runway is not long enough and you just have to just go for it. Yeah. And, uh, those are probably some of the most educational experiences I have experienced by immersion, just jumping right in mm -hmm. regarding the podcast, less of content. Um, like you were talking about with Ari, although I found all of our guests fascinating and the, the stuff that they're talking about fascinating, I think mm -hmm. the most educational experience I've had with the podcast, simply the learning of production, mm -hmm. learning how to produce a show, uh, recording, editing, you know, upgrading equipment, learning equipment, making sure things are out on time, learning different platform elements, updating websites and things like that that has been probably the most educational thing for me and again it's immersive like yeah just jumping straight into it and doing it and figuring it out when it works and when it doesn't mm -hmm. so um i'm i'm going to go ahead and share my most educational experience uh in life i guess i would say oh, okay yeah. um because i i did share yeah. about the uh the you know with regard to the podcast and so, sort of like volume of information gained um but my most educational experience i think to date in life would have to be um my job my nine to five so to speak um working in social services um and i had some knowledge, some experience, and some education going into it. But really, over the last two years, I have learned more um, about myself, about the world, about others, about just about everything um, than I think I, I have ever even attempted to learn. Um, and that's similar to like what you said, because things happen in real time and you need to find real solutions now. Um and so that happens a lot in my job, you know, crises happen, uh, and we need a solution now. And if we can't fix the problem, how can we support the people, you know, who are experiencing the problem? Um, and, and for me, that has been the most educational in probably every way, every aspect of life. Very good. Very good. Well, you kind of answered a little bit about what's going to happen in year two for you on your side of things, trying yes. to launch this other podcast. Yes. Overall, though, what's going to happen in year two for Stoke the Wild? Oh, what are some of the plans that we have? I have plans. 
You have plants for Stoke the Wild? Oh, yeah. You haven't told me any of these plants. I know. These are brand new plants on Secret, air first. You guys, Secret surprise. You guys are hearing it here first. We'll share, and then I'll tell you if they line up with mine. Oh. <laughs> I mean. What? Excuse I, you. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, but if I have any of the same ideas. Oh, okay. What's going to happen in year two, Joy? So my ideas for year two, um, whether you guys like it or not, my idea for year two is that Nick and I will do a duet on air. Isn't this a duet? No, I mean like a music. Oh, a musical duet. Singing and playing music. Live on air? Or just recorded into an episode? Recorded into an episode. Okay. Or we could do it live on air. I mean, that's fine too. Yeah, we could do that. My other goal is to do the same with my sister. I'd really like to do that. Yep. That'd be cool. Um, and then a third goal, a third thing for the podcast, Nick. <laughs> you didn't know I had so many plans. Three more than I thought you did. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you were ready, if you had thought offense. about your two. The offense is great. The offense. <laughs> so great. What's your other one? I think that we should do... A podcast that is also, I wish I could say televised, but we both know it won't be. Um, <laughs> Nobody wants to see our faces. Uh, but I do mean like video recorded. Yeah. Yeah. I would love, I would to, love do... to do something like that so that people had a reference point for some of the goofy and weird things that, you know, body language and stuff like that matters. So, so you're saying offer a video version of the podcast as well. While we're recording, we um, also record a video. So I'm not saying for every episode, but like maybe a couple special ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. Maybe we could right? even set it up as like a live stream recording mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And was that one of your plans? Uh, one of my plans, goals, I won't say plan because this one now is definitely a goal because I don't know what the rest of the year is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've been talking about for a while doing a live show. Um, in some sort of small venue doing a live show and, and, uh, you know, doing like a small, small run of like tickets for that, where it goes to both like the venue and, and us, um, maybe partnering with two mile, <coughs> my two mile family, oh my gosh. um, to do something <laughs> like that. Uh, and then like having, yeah, like a live a live setup where we're doing an episode of the show, but maybe mm-hmm. there's some more interaction. Uh, yeah. Do like a, a live Q and a segment, um, you know, with a, another microphone set up that people can come up and ask questions if they want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or we'll simply just laugh, tell jokes and talk about the things that inspire us for art and creativity yeah. in that episode and uh, have that, have that available, which I think would be fun and different. And there, there's always a different energy when you have an audience. Like one of the things for me going back to that first episode that felt super weird and terrifying was like, I'm felt like talking to nobody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we're talking to one another, but it felt like we were talking to no frame of reference. Who's going to listen to this? The void. The void. I void. But talking to no point of reference was kind of weird. And now, 
especially there are so many of you guys who listen in and, and comment each week or who we see in person and we know you who let us know like what you think there is their faces that I can see when I, when I, when I record now, when we do these episodes that I'm like, mm-hmm. that, no, there is an audience. I mm-hmm. know people are listening and having that audience in person though, if you've ever performed live is so much more, uh, energizing and impactful, uh, than than just being behind the microphone. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So that's one of the goals. Uh, again, mm-hmm. depending on like how it. things turn out, how many people are allowed to gather again ever um, together, <laughs> uh, we'll determine <laughs> on if we do something like that or not. What it looks like, who knows? Who knows? This, this is not indefinite. I, I know it's not indefinite, but in some ways it feels that way. And even when it mm. rolls out, maybe... For all we know, it could be year three before we get to do that, depending on how things roll out. I, I yeah. don't know. I'm not pretending to know, claiming to know, or claiming to have a solution to it. All I'm saying is that we don't know what's going to happen. So it's definitely a goal and less of a plan. Mm, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So a goal for year two, having a live show. Um, I think another one of the goals, at least for me, re- regarding Stoke the Wild, is uh, creating more in-depth content available outside of the show so similar to what you were talking about with like the the video recordings like we're maybe mm-hmm. every now and then on a special episode we we do a video recording i think mm-hmm. that's cool mm-hmm. uh, but i also want to do more of the detail work um, whether that's behind the scenes stuff or shooting some videos for uh, youtube that are hey guys like you know this last week we talked about this type of art Here's some more information on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's more breakdown or here's me trying to paint that or draw that or do mm-hmm. this thing this mm-hmm. way that you guys can check out. Because I think having more interactive content that way, um, at least for me, will be fun and hopefully for you, educational and informative uh, and possibly inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are great, great ideas and great goals. Yeah. Good goals. Good goals. Good goals there, Nick. <laughs> Good goals. Good goals. Listen to them all, baby. All right. (laughs) So here comes a good but difficult question. Oh, no. Are you ready? No. What is it like doing a project like this with your spouse? Oh, okay. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And this comes to us from Rachel Campbell, our friend Chris um, and his wife, Rachel. Uh, Chris was on the show last week. Uh, mm-hmm. They live, they live in the Leeds area. You the last time that we said talked, England. you said the England, and I was waiting for you to do it again. <laughs> I almost did, but yeah, I remember I this time. So, <laughs> I remembered this, remember time, this time that there's the no Leeds. the. Yeah, yeah, the Leeds area. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm correct, <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> so so sorry. Uh, but uh, Rachel uh, sent in this message saying, "What is it like doing a project like this with your spouse? The good, the bad, and the ugly." Oh, man. I'll let you go first. All right. Great. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a little bit like that. Um, There's the ugly. Found it. Oh, my gosh. Me throwing you questions. Uh, Yeah. I don't mind that. No. Um, So I would say that, first off, it's something that, um, even though starting this project scared us, um and we hadn't done anything specifically like this before, Um, Nick and I have always done a lot of projects together, I would like to think, you know. 
um, whether it's musically or practically, um, art, you know, spending time uh, drawing or painting, you know, we've always done that stuff together. Um, that being said, sometimes it is frustrating um, because Nick and I'm sorry, I, I'm laughing over here in the corner. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Careful there. Careful. Getting myself in trouble already. Yep. All right. That's part of the good. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um that being said, sometimes it can be frustrating, especially when Nick and I approach um an episode with different energy levels, like literally different energy levels. I'm yeah. not talking about like Good vibes, <clears throat> bad vibes. I'm talking about, like, uh, I'm literally exhausted. I slept for two hours last night. Please. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And then the other one, you know, has just had a cup of coffee, and they're, like, ready to go. And the two hours of sleep person is like, don't make me do this. And then the cup of coffee person is like, I'm fine. What is your problem? Um, and so I think that in a lot of ways... Uh, if we're not careful to communicate openly and respectfully, it can be frustrating. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely agree with that. And I like you, if you're married and... And Rachel, you are. Yeah, well, I, yes, Rachel is. But I just mean What's in general, her question? In general, for anyone else listening. So Rachel. here's an example of conflict <laughs> and how we can handle it. That so. was not a great example. <laughs> hey boy. All right. So, uh, but you got to remember, right? You, you know, if you're married to a person, um, you know the the quirks and the idiosyncrasies and the little things that, you know, your spouse does, both endearing and terribly annoying, that mm. sometimes happen. I'm never annoying. Never. <laughs> and... Um, those things, they don't go away all of a sudden when you hit record. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they feel even more amplified, literally, because you have headphones on and it's in your ears <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? And I'm going to be honest, there were definitely some, and I'm sure you can even hear it in my voice during some of those earlier episodes uh, mm -hmm. where I'm like, I feel like it needs to be a certain way and it's got to be strict and we're going to make sure that we do this and we keep to a time. And mm. and I was definitely a little more rigid Mm -hmm. In what I thought I expected from doing the show, and I've laxed over the year. I think it was the drugs, honestly. Oh my I, God. That was a turning point. It was the hard dive into neck surgery with drugs <sighs> and post recovery. Uh, but it made that easier. I was like, well, it's fine. Everyone will be fine. You get it. You know what's happening. You know. And the, like, being gracious with yourself. And with your spouse in a project like this, it's necessary to give uh, room for the conversation. Mm, yeah. To allow for the other person to speak their mind, um, their opinions, their ideas, regardless of whether you agree, disagree, or it seems like, I don't remember that topic being what we were talking about. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it might be. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that has happened. It has <laughs> happened. But <laughs> maybe once or twice. Um, yeah. But the but the the point is though, allowing 
allowing room for that, again, vulnerability, I think, allows for the connectivity Mm -hmm. to be achieved between one another, us as hosts and husband and wife, uh, but also with you guys as listeners, because then there is more of a sincerity to it. And you soon realize that we have our flaws and our ridiculous tendencies and we say things that we don't remember, but you listen to in the show and then tell us, we're like, oh yeah, I definitely do that. And I'm dumb when I do that, but that's cool. Mm. That's in every episode, my hemming and hawing, you know, and <laughs> there's things like that. So, yeah. um, but on the bonus, the best bonus to the whole thing is it forces Joy and I anyway to at least have around an hour every week where we can just talk. Yeah. And talk to one another. Even if there is a framework around the conversation and it gives us that time each week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something that we're coming back to. It's almost, especially now because we can't go anywhere. It's almost like a date night. Um, yeah. With a little bit of work involved. But like mm-hmm. the that idea of we're just having a conversation and, and talking to one another. And every now and then you guys get to be brought into that conversation. And uh, I think that's really cool. And it allows for us to to continue just the ongoing dialogue of what interests us each and every week, uh, what we've been learning about, what we've been reading about, Mm -hmm. and what are some things we're hoping to do. And even even from the very beginning, like those moments of accountability for creativity, like those have been there. And Joy and I still have those conversations. The projects that have either stopped or <laughs> are slowly continuing and maybe not as fast as we thought, but all things that we continue to talk about. And for us too, it's been helpful. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. that's been a big bonus. Um, logistically, I don't have to worry that Joy's not going to be around to record the episode. Like if, <laughs> if it was a guest who didn't live sure. in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes know. sense. Like now, yes, I could just call somebody on quarantine and be like, you have nothing to do. Trust me. Like mm-hmm. we can, we could talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's say it was like me and, you know, even my brother, Patrick, whom I love, but you know, he's busy, he works, he has a different schedule. So maybe every week those episodes wouldn't work, you know? And so there's something nice about the consistency because, you know, we're together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that you pointed out a lot of good um, and I'm glad for that. I think that, um, you know, if like, I, I guess I would say if you're a couple who, um, you and your partner don't really do uh, a lot of projects together, um, whether it's because it makes you argue or you aren't sure how to start doing projects together, I would encourage you to Um, go back to the first episode and listen to it because it's worth it to try and do things together. It improves communication. It um, helps you to feel more connected to each other. Like, you know, like Nick said, and, um, and honestly, it kind of forces you to work out some of those minor irritants that, um, you know, maybe, maybe over time, um, that's something that you needed to address. Maybe it's something that you needed to at least uh, let your partner in on the fact that like, hey, this bothers me so that they can be more sensitive to you and you can be more forgiving toward them. Um, And I think that that is part of, um, I guess the, the bad and the ugly, kind of what Nick was saying about the podcast is that 
all those little idiosyncrasies are on display and all of our tendencies come out. Um, and for me, like I'm more of a deep dive person. I'm more intro. Well, maybe I'm, I wouldn't say I'm more introspective, but I'm more likely to want to talk about my introspections after the fact. And um, that's something that can be great, but there's also a limit to how much people can take of that. Um, specifically, Nick, you know, the person that I live with. And right now, I don't have anyone else to throw my introspections at. Um, and so, you know, maybe a couple of friends who I'll FaceTime here and there, and I'll be like, let me tell you everything that's happening in my life and everything I've thought about for the past 24 hours. Um, but apart from that, like Nick is, Nick is the person who gets to hear that. And so doing a podcast with him where, you know, we get a simple question like this and, um, I talk about it for a very long time. Uh, that's something that like, I think in the beginning, maybe it was a little bit more stressful for you. Like you were saying that you felt like it needed to be within a certain timeline and it needed to be rigid. Um, and so when that would happen, um, you know, Nick would feel frustrated because I was going on about something and continuing to talk about it. I felt frustrated because I can read him because he's my partner and I knew that he was frustrated and I knew why he was frustrated. So then I felt frustrated that he was, that he wanted to, I felt like he wanted to stifle me. Called out. So. Just got called out. We both felt frustrated we well we did like in the beginning especially you know we would get frustrated with each other and we both can read each other so we're both sitting there watching each other reading each other's emotions hearing each other's tones of voices and kind of going like i don't like the way this is headed wouldn't you like to take it another direction and how interesting yeah could you maybe talk about this next thing now yeah exactly and so I would say that that's some of the ugly. Um, but I also think Fascinating that response, Joy. Now on to our next question. Oh! <laughs> if you actually did that, I would be very upset. But I know it's a joke. Um, but yeah, like it, it leads to like forcing yourselves to communicate better with each other, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That was a fascinating answer. Now, on to mm-hmm. our next question. No, um, but it was. It, um, it was a fascinating answer. Now I don't know what else to say. <laughs> mm. But I'm being, uh, I'm being sincere. I know. Yeah. I'm being sincere. I know. Uh, but, Rachel, hopefully that answers your question, at least in some way. And if you want to ask more or follow up to that, feel free to hit us up. Um, StokeTheWild at gmail.com or on the DMs on Instagram or Facebook. And we will gladly get back to you regarding what it's like doing a project like this with your spouse. So there is another question, and I have to ask if we even have time for it, because it's very uncomfortable for me. Do we have time for this question? Probably not. Uh, Sorry, Patrick. Uh, My brother wrote in a question, but we're running short on time. You know, the sponsors are telling us we got to hurry up. Now I feel bad. (laughs) Yeah. Now I feel bad. You have to answer. Nope, we have to answer this question. Okay. Go back. All right. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I just mean go like back where? in mentally no. go back to the question. <laughs> okay. It's right there. I can answer it. Okay. So our last question today comes from uh, 
a little town just south of Chicago. Full of little people. Little town. I forgot the words. This is not the duet. I thought <laughs> we'd be singing. <laughs> little town full of little people. These little people take Waking little poops? Because that's the question. Say. The question comes from Patrick Dertinger, my brother, who had the audacity to ask, where was the most embarrassing place you've ever had diarrhea? So, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, trigger warning in case diarrhea upsets you. Um, so... The most embarrassing place oh, yeah. you've ever had diarrhea. <sighs> I, well, I've actually thought about this for a couple of days since the question came through. And I honestly cannot think of a time where I've had like that type of feeling in a location where I wasn't easily able to deal with it to where it wasn't like embarrassing. Hmm. You know, like I was like, oh man, my stomach hurts, and I I know I've got the diarrheas, I've got the runs, I've got the poops. Oh my gosh. But this I, is how we're ending the podcast. I'm embarrassed. Um, pro- probably, I was I was even less embarrassed. I was mostly disappointed. I was in Mexico. It's probably the the sickest I've ever been. Like that, I was vomiting, and. We we used to call it the double deuce. It was just coming out of both sides, right? And I was so, so sick. And I think it was from the hamburguesa um, that I ate. Uh, The lettuce may have been washed in water instead of, like, you know, bleach. What? Don't wash your food in bleach, guys. Don't. Don't do that. All right. So the... um, Anyway. The food... As delicious as it was, I think is what made me sick. So I woke up like in the middle of the night after having this late night hamburguesa uh, with the crew of high schoolers that I was with. We were on a high school mission trip in Mexico. And I woke up in the middle of the night just getting rid of every single liquid within my body. Mm. And I spent the next two days there basically sleeping on the concrete next to the toilet. Gross. And it was not pleasant but again i was i wasn't even embarrassed i was just like i'm so sick mm. you know and then the mm-hmm. the the two like missionaries who like hosted us like every day would go down to the grocery store and get like a bunch of gatorade mm-hmm. and uh bottled water and stuff so i could just take in liquids yeah but again i don't i don't think i was embarrassed i just was like i'm dying just give, mm. give me liquids that's this um, is fascinating yeah you know that there's never been like a job interview or a place where I'm like, oh no, it's like happening and I need to go. Mm. It was always like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to have to, but I have permission to use the bathroom and just go. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, oh no, I'm on a roller coaster and I just went kind of thing. It wasn't right. nothing like that. Right. Hmm. I've, this is a topic for another conversation. I have pooped in some weird places, but that... That is a different conversation. Again, not embarrassing, just it happens. Just weird. Oh, yeah. this is so fascinating to me because, uh, you know, um, I would have to say that everywhere I've ever had diarrhea has been embarrassing for me. Um, not because 
and it's really interesting because you're like, oh, well, I was always in a place where like I could deal with it quickly or ma- or manage it or whatever. And I'm like, I don't care where I am. It's always embarrassing. It's that's just how it is. Um, so that's a I feel like that's kind of a non-answer. But like any place that I've ever been when I've been sick like that, um, it's it's embarrassing. Now, I can tell you one instance in which I vomited and that I found that very embarrassing. Oh, what's that? Um, it was shortly after you were hired at the church. And it was the first week that we were there for the weeknight kids program. Do you remember this? Were you? Was this like a pregnancy vomit? N- no, I, w- I don't think so. I, I was... Like I was sick. I was I wasn't pregnant when you got the job. No, I don't remember this. Thing. And uh you were shadowing uh Errol and I was there to shadow as well and to like learn about how the program you know ran because I wanted to help you run it. And um I was like I just I don't feel so good and like whatever. And Errol was giving us like kind of a tour of like yeah and this is where like or no, it was after the kids had gotten there. And we were like, you know, he was like, okay, this group of kids going to come down here and do this thing and, you know, over there and whatever. And he, like, assigned me, a like, a, a small group, basically. And we were, like, going downstairs into the basement. And all of a sudden I was like, I am vomiting. <laughs> I am vomiting right now. And I ran to the nearest trash can and I threw up in the trash can. Ugh. And, um, That's gross. it was so awful and I couldn't find you anywhere and I didn't have my phone on me and I knew Errol was nearby and I was like, I cannot leave this trash can full of vomit just sitting here. And I went and I found Errol and I was like, Errol, I just puked in a trash can. So real quick, just a note for everybody. We don't normally talk about this. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, we don't. We're doing this. So to for answer Patrick. the question, and to embarrass Patrick, I have a lot of stories, but one to deal with. Vomit. I'm not done with my story. Okay. I'm, I will. This I'm almost. Of, this is one of those moments, good, bad, and ugly, right here. It's <laughs> happening now. I'm almost, I'm almost done with my story, but like, this is the rest of my story. I went and I found him and I was like, oh, I just threw up in a trash can. And he was like, you, you what? And I was like, I just threw up, I was throwing up and the only thing was a trash can and I threw up in the trash can. And he was like, oh man, oh, that's okay. And I was like, I just need to know where I could get stuff to clean it up. And he was like, nope, I'll clean it up. And I was like, No. And because, like, that was embarrassing for me to have someone else clean up my vomit. And uh, he was like, nope, you're done. Go upstairs and lay down in my office. And so, like, no one was up there and there was a couch. It was when he was still sharing an office space with uh, Jason. Or maybe he just told me to go lay down in Jason's office. I don't remember. That's probably, Jason, I'm sorry if you ever listen to this. I definitely puked and then laid down on the couch in your office. Yeah, he was down in the main office. Was he then? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, go upstairs, lay down on the couch. You just assumed because that's where he was before that that was his office. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So anyway, so I went upstairs. I laid down on that couch and uh, and Errol cleaned up my puke and I was mortified. All right. Well, um, that is gross. That's my puke story. 
So to answer these this question for Patrick, I have to then share a story of embarrassment of his. And it's not even embarrassing, but I like to tell it because it's funny to me. Is he going to be upset? Probably not. <laughs> oh, he is. Pro- probably not. He's going to be upset. He's a medical professional. He'll be fine. Oh, okay. Uh, so when Patrick was seven or eight years old and he and I shared a room, uh, we had bunk beds and... He was on the top bunk, and I was on the bottom bunk, I do believe. Um, this is the part I can't remember. But mm. anyway, our mom used to put presents out, like when it was our birthday, like during the night, kind of like Christmas time, you know, set mm-hmm. up the presents at night, you know, for the morning. That's but she used to put the presents in our room, so we'd wake up, happy birthday, presents are there, and it's like, oh, this is exciting, mm-hmm. real cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And... On his 7th or 8th birthday, bunk beds. I believe he was on the top bunk. And I was sheltered by the bunk itself. But in the middle of the night, sometime after my mom put out the presents, he vomited, like got so sick the night before his birthday. And vomited all over like his presents and himself. And That's so sad. It is sad. But also funny because it was his stuff. That's that's what makes it sad. Hilarious. Ha <laughs> ha. No. I laugh in the face of your sadness, Patrick. Oh, that's so mean and sad. <laughs> Only when it comes to your seven-year-old vomiting. Oh my gosh. So, um, again, we don't normally talk about that, but there's that segment. That's our show. <sighs> anyway. The vomit segment. So moving on. Yeah. Answering some of those questions. I on on a serious note though, the uh, great questions from Everyone but Patrick. And then uh, the, uh, you know, looking ahead, there are so many things that we are excited about. And I hope you guys continue to stick with us and support the show and be a part of what we're doing, Uh, which brings me to the next segment that we do every week. What we going to do today? What we're going to do today is a segment of the show where we talk about the projects that are coming up or that we're working on currently in our lives, creatively or otherwise. Um, And again, like I mentioned before, it's part of the accountability for what we're doing. When we have a guest on the show, we ask them what they're working on, give them a chance to talk about their stuff um, and share it with you guys. Um, But when it's just Joy and I, we talk about the projects and things we're working on. So Joy mentioned her new podcast that she is working on and prepping that will be uh, hopefully launching soon. More information to come as Mm -hmm. it's ready. Uh, But one of the things that I've been working on and I'm really excited about, like I'm so close, I could taste it. I could taste the glory. See what it tastes like. Oh, my gosh. Is in the month of April. I wrote 30 poems in 30 days, and uh, through the prompts by Fight Evil with Poetry, the publication, and the press company that Michael Borne and Chris Campbell started, two of our previous guests and friends, um, they put out prompts every day, and you'd write about them. So that was something I did through the month of April, and I did them every day. 30 prompts, 30 days, 30 poems. Some were short, some were long, some challenged me, some were eye-opening to what I realized I thought about things that I didn't know I had a thought about until I started writing mm. and I could feel the emotion just kind of taking mm. taking the words over 
Um, but for those of you who've been around since the beginning of the podcast, like I've been talking about putting out some sort of poetry, illustrated poetry book for a while now, something that's something I've been wanting to do. And I have enough poems and I have a fair amount of illustrations, some I'm still working on, but they're mm-hmm. almost ready and it's so close that I'm I'm just ready to to just get it out there. And so uh I'm going to be working with some people to kind of get the project like put together so it can be set and ready to go. And then I'm going to be launching some sort of Kickstarter in the near future um, to take care of either the um, getting copies. If it's if we're able to get it published, like just getting a, a large amount of copies that then I can sell on my own um, as well um, and support for that process, paying whatever. Um, but then also... On the flip side of that, if I go the self-published route, you know, then garnering support for actually getting it published and produced. And I'm excited about it because it's one of the biggest projects I've ever taken on. And it, it was April, those 30 poems in 30 days that really pushed me over the edge to, like, get this work done. And I feel really mm-hmm. good about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that and what could be coming up soon. So be on the lookout for it when I start announcing it and talking about it and be ready to be like, yeah, this is cool. Mm, yeah. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I think this is going to be a great project for you. Yeah. Well, unlike Nick said, I'm going to be working on, you know, this new project, this new podcast. Um, and I think that is going to be pretty hilarious. And by hilarious, I mean um, a great parody theme song and a great hilarious uh, name that is going to be. Can great. we mention the name? Are you ready for that? Yeah, sure. We could mention the name. All right. So, Joy has uh, Joy came up with the name of the show, and it's called Ninety Nine Pod or Ninety Nine Podcast, right? I actually think I'm I'm going back to the original. So you're not going to change up each season. Like no, the, I think I still am, but it's still gonna. It's just gonna have that one like, right. you know how a band releases a first album and it's just like their their self titled album. Self titled. This is my self titled. All right. So Joy came yeah. up with the title for the podcast. It's called Ninety Nine Lead Balloons. That's right, lead balloons. Because every topic, every conversation, will go over like a lead balloon. In some circles, if you're circles. if you're willing to be challenged and have honest conversations and to challenge me, because that's what it's all about, then like it's gonna be fine. It'll have some buoyancy. Um, yeah, but uh, but for the most part, we're gonna be tackling subjects that go over like a lead balloon. Right. So ninety nine pod though is what you're gonna be looking for. Website wise and the yeah, podcast wise, because ninety nine lead balloons podcast is too long of a website name. <laughs> yeah, so um, look for ninety nine pod dot com and all that stuff in the near future. Coming soon, season one will be launching, and every season that Joy does for that show is going to deal with whether it's problems, lead balloons, sheep, I'd like whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Like Joy is going to tackle those conversations head on, things that inspire and challenge her with guests, um, with research, and with uh, tactile... Tactile? Is that the nope. right word? Nope. With tact. Tact. With tact. That will be sure to spark at least something At least you. something. It could be anger. 
It could be some other emotion. Yeah, there's something here for some of you. There's something here for some of you. Yep. Um, but I, I am really excited about that. I'm going to be doing some more recording in the coming weeks and um, editing hopefully soon. Um, and I, I think that um, I think that it's going to be a great fun. Um, if I'm honest, it is still intimidating. It still is like that first episode that we ever recorded for Stoke the Wild, where it's like, oh my gosh, this is so scary. Yeah. But what would you do if you weren't scared? If you weren't afraid, what is the thing that you would do? And this is the thing that I would do. And um, I'm very excited. And I, I'm really excited um, to have, you know, some people who are really smart. <coughs> Um, and are willing to challenge the status quo, um, be guests. So I'm going to just keep plugging away at that, um, creating more and more content for that. Yep. And uh, just getting ready. Yep. Every week, guys, when we talk about the things we're going to do, we also offer an opportunity for you to share with us the things you're working on. And uh, it's been a crazy time, and there are some... There's some who are working hard on the next project and the things that are coming up. Some people who are using this time to self-heal, mm -hmm. to take in their... Uh... Yeah, I well, to kind of manage, I think, stuff that's been bubbling under the surface, wouldn't you say? Like this idea of, um, you know, we all have traumas in our past. Even if you don't really recognize it as a trauma, I would say that this is... Um, a, a time where we're all sort of feeling those things. Um, because ultimately, whether we like it or not, this is a global trauma that's happening to everyone at the same time. Um, now, it's not happening in the same way or to the same extreme for everyone, but it is definitely a global trauma. And so it's unboxing some things. And so some people are taking this time to heal. Um, some people are taking this time to process. Yep. You know, and... And some people are taking this time to, you know, like they really want to be productive. And some people are saying like, man, I spend all my time being productive and I need to rest. Yeah. Yeah. I think whatever you decide to do, that's awesome. Yeah. There's no wrong answer to that. Isn't that great? That like, as, as long as you're not hurting somebody, like there's no wrong answer to this. Right. Um, that's very freeing, I think. Yeah. And we're all, we're all trying to get through. Mm -hmm. um, and what I want to encourage you guys to do, and we say it every week, you know, if there's something you're working on or something, a question you have, or or even just you want to sh shoot us a line and just say, hey, thanks for doing this. It, I enjoy it. You know, we appreciate the letters. We appreciate the encouragement. We appreciate the DMs, the emails where you guys interact with us in the show. Find us uh, an email, stokethewild at gmail.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at stokethewild. And let us know your thoughts. Let us know what's going on. And, uh, you know, you'll hear back from us. And and it's good. It's good to just talk with other people, especially right now. Mm, yeah. And um, we do. We just want to say thank you so much for 50 amazing episodes for one whole year of the podcast and what's coming <laughs> next. Thank you to uh, Micah to Chris, to Melissa, to Sarah, to Patrick and Greta, to Ari and Chantel and Chris Osentowski and um, Ross 
and all the people who have been a part of this show from the beginning, all of mm-hmm. you wonderful listeners, all of you supporters, all of our Patreon supporters, um, which you can still sign up for and get our bonus episodes, patreon.com slash stokethewild. Jump in on that. There's going to be some more exclusive content coming soon. Um, but all of you who've even jumped in along the way and supported us in other ways, buying merch or uh, sharing with your friends or writing a review, it means so much to us, and we're excited for what's coming in year two, including next week our first guest of year two, Mark Fisk, uh, an artist and friend of mine, um, friend of ours, who is just fantastic. He's an amazing artist and an art teacher, and we're going to be talking about art and education next week on the show and I can't wait for you guys to check it out. But thank you so much for being with us through year one. And let's uh, power ahead through year two. As always, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Nick Dertinger Art. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at J.M. Dertinger. I guess you can't find me on Facebook that way. But you can find me on Instagram and Twitter that way. If you want to find me on Facebook, you can just like Google my name. Or not Google my name. Search it in Facebook. I'm getting old. It's fine. <laughs> Give it a Google. <laughs> Google it. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yep. But thank you guys so much, and we will catch you next week. Here's to episode 51 and beyond. Woohoo! Bye. Bye.